0: welcome back everybody to another episode of
1: let's have a drink episode 92
0: coming at you real quick from the comfort of wherever you are
1: hot damn
0: how's everybody doing today
1: uh i mean i'm i'll answer for everybody i guess i don't want to assume but my day was pretty good
0: yeah when i say everybody i mean you
1: oh me and also Um, me like i asked how was your day
0: my day was pretty chill, you know. We, uh, as of recording, we're recording on a Monday. We usually do it. gets a week off, you know. It yeah. gets us kind of moving in the process of things. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, pretty chill Monday. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: more snow.
1: More snow, and I am um, nay happy about it. It's, like, we already got so many feet of it, and now it's just, you know, adding fuel to the fire, insult to injury, as I said to you earlier in the car. Um, yeah, no, just not a good time.
0: Well, not, not at all. It's uh, very unsafe and very unpleasant.
1: We do not stand it. <laughs> we
0: do, we do not at all. Um, excuse me, sir, chaplain. That's a cord you do not bite because we are currently using it.
1: No bites.
0: Anyways, um, guys, we have a fun, uh, a pretty new type of episode for you guys today. A new, yeah. a new segment of new category of content we've never talked about. I was
1: gonna say it's you know um, a type. Spo- of...
0: Don't spoil it yet.
1: Well, yeah, I wouldn't say new segment, but definitely new um, topic of conversation.
0: Yes, um, definitely one we haven't really jumped on, but is yeah. one that kind of has a, a, not importance or meaning, but like something that has been a part of our lives. Yeah, which yeah, kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, but before we get into the nitty gritty uh, details of this episode, yeah, we have a new beer to we try. We do have a
1: new beer, Curtis.
0: What? What is it?
1: Well, it's not a beer.
0: Oh, right. I guess it's not. Yeah, it's not a beer. It's uh, I don't even know what it really is. Brother,
1: you picked it up.
0: Uh, okay, well, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's, I think it's a gin cocktail. Let's just call it. It's a, yeah. it's a peach gin cocktail. It says
1: cacao on it, so I'm. I don't know if what that. Like, chocolatey undertones.
0: I don't know. That would be weird. We're gonna
1: uh, find out. It How is from. That,
0: it is from a brewing company called Willibald. Uh, Willibald brewing company we we've had them in the past we we got we introduced them over christmas uh you had a gift from from my sister-in-law yep um, the
1: lovely glasses the lo-
0: lovely glasses some some drinking glasses and then we got some some of their seltzers they do a lot of like seltzers and cocktails yeah and stuff, right? yeah
1: which i really love there's a little descriptor on the can i'd love Ooh, to read out for we everybody like
0: that.
1: okay here we go <clears throat> the base of oh it's called it's it's called midas we said um, that Oh, okay. So I think. I making sure. I don't think we did. Okay. I don't, anyways, <laughs> The base of Midas comes from a maceration of cacao chaff. I don't know what chaff is. Toasted coconut. Chaff? Chaplin? No. Chaff. chaff. Chafe. Chafe. No, chaff. 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 Uh, toasted coconut, meadow sweet, cardamom, and orange peel. After distilling the infusion in our vacuum still, we combine... This highly aromatic spirit with over three hundred pounds of fresh Ontario stone fruit, peaches from our lovely friends at Oddbird, apricots, uh, golden plums, and peach leaves. Just to quickly interject, Oddbird is a um, like restaurant, wonderful restaurant downtown. Yes. We then, so yeah, this was a partnership with them.
0: Yes, the owner of Oddbird teamed
1: up. Yep. We then filter and rest the beautiful, beautiful liquid. Uh, before blending, yeah, beautiful uh, liquid. Beautiful liquid before blending it with a tea base made from oolong and sumac from the farm. The result is a deeply perfumed and complex cocktail with fresh fruit character and rich toasted aromatics. I vote
0: to give whoever wrote that a pay raise.
1: Yeah, this sounds like a whole experience. That was
0: beautiful. That yeah. Was, that was really okay. Lovely. We're gonna
1: give it a nice little. Ksh. Let's okay, crack ready? at the same time. Three, two, two one. one. Oh, 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 it's oh, it's
0: oh, a little I, bit. I was I, I so, so scared because we're on the couches and I don't, like, if it overflows, we're screwed. We're
1: screwed. It's landing on me. I,
0: yeah. Oh, my God. The aroma came, like, out of that, too, for me.
1: Oh, oh.
0: This is, Oh, peaches is coming in. I get my peaches it's like, at oddburn. It's
1: giving me, like, savory and sweet aromatics, and I don't know how I feel about it.
0: I don't get my peaches down in Florida. I get them at Oddbird. Yeah,
1: I get them from Niagara. Get
0: them from your local marketplace. Holy crap. No,
1: honestly, I've never had a peach Well, I can't. We, say that, anyways, maybe. guys,
0: we stand Willibald. Um, we do
1: stand Willibald. I believe Ooh, this they're is in, crisp and golden-y, hence why it's called Midas, I'm sure.
0: They are brewed in uh Ayr, Ontario. Air spelled I, I-, I- what the fuck? A Y R.
1: Oh my god.
0: Um F bombinate. Sorry. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: They uh so, first sips.
1: Um, I You're coming home
0: with me. <laughs> it's
1: no it, honestly, like I, you know, voice style, let's turn our chair, because oh my god.
0: ah, uh, it's so
1: good. There's like it's it's sweet but spicy, if that makes any sense to anybody listening right now. It's giving me like fall vibes
0: let's preface one more time this is an 8.8 percent alcohol per volume beer uh, spirit cocktail whatever
1: cocktail it says cocktail
0: cocktail this Woo! is an 8.8 <laughs> it very much is sweet at the first sip of the glass very peachy and then, a lot of those undertones that we we talked about in the description. you like, know what the, it
1: is it's the tea the tea it's the tea and the cardamom that i'm tasting at the end oh
0: what about the p's and s's and r's
1: can you?
0: Oh. Can you? Yeah, it doesn't like that, that was one. Guys. Not Didn't like that not funny. Um, no, this
1: is wow. This really is the experience that that description made I, it seem to be. This is good are,
0: because we are pretty avid, you know, drinkers. We like a pretty wide variety of, of yeah. flavors and tastes, and we've tried a bunch of them. Um, the palate, I, I'm noticing that the like the aftertaste is very strong. It's it, got like it's like sitting. Well, and the, yeah. the flavors are sweet and peachy at the yeah. start, but then you yeah. get that like strong yeah. 8.8 yeah. kind of thing at the and end. And what I
1: mean by spicy is like I can taste all the different like added infusion flavors to it. Like it there's definitely so much more going on in my palate other than like alcohol and like the odd fruity flavor. There's so much more happening in this drink.
0: Would you say it's like when you say spicy? Because when you said that, I was like, that's a really good description, because I agree.
1: Yeah, it's like I can – I don't is know. Is it
0: because there is – the carbonation is um, hitting your throat?
1: Yeah, but I don't want to mean spicy like in a, I ate some spicy food way. I mean like spicy like there's spices. Like it feels like – I see. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, I see. Not like
1: – You get what I'm saying I now? I see. Yep. yep, yep. Yes,
0: I agree. I agree. I thought yep. you might, I also wasn't sure if you meant spicy like a Moscow mule spicy.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's giving me like ginger beer vibes, right. but without as much uh, burn.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's yeah, it's quite lovely. Ginger beer vibes Sorry, is I'm accurate. saying yeah a lot because I'm just trying to figure out a way to like articulate yeah. myself. Hey, but yeah. it's quite good.
0: Um, I like it a lot. Yeah. Um definitely. It's really
1: light too, with considering how much is going on in the drink. It doesn't feel weighed down by everything. It still is very light. Definitely
0: not at all. Um, I very much like this drink. Yeah, I give it like a nine out of ten.
1: I would do the same. Actually, it's quite nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like eight point five. It's just like it's nice to be able to. It's one of those. I definitely wouldn't be like a. If you want to be able to kind of like quickly have a drink, like no, this is something you're gonna want to sit sip enjoy that sort of thing this is definitely like a you you milk it enjoy this is it a, a this is
0: a spring summer drink though you said yeah. fall earlier
1: i don't know i think it's some um, the way it was hitting my palate at first it gave me like almost like nutmeggy
0: right vibes because of it but i can
1: definitely see this being like a um like a like a spring drink for sure because
0: of its light like because it is a cocktail i think about a spring summer like That's i think amazing. like hot day with a couple ice cubes in this thing. I Oof.
1: also am thinking it's the stone fruit; it's the peaches and the mm-hmm. apricots is what's giving summery mm-hmm. feels.
0: Mm-hmm. Guys, um, by the way, this can is gorgeous. It is like a gold uh, colored little wrap. Uh, it yeah, is a just small with all can, white writing on it. Will-a-bald. You probably won't find them in your local in your local uh, liquor store or beer store. No, you will have to venture down to Niagara. Yeah. Um, they will pl- probably have them at Oddbird, and they. I got these at Odd. Bar.
1: yeah so it's the same um it's like a sister owners. it's same a, sister. Owners, it's like a, a sister, sister location so odd bird itself i guess we can talk about it and, and explain a little yes. bit more so odd bird's more of like your kind of your standard restaurant or not standard restaurant but it's more of restaurant vibe so they yes. have um kind of a rotating menu of like multiple different things um they have fantastic like uh like a good run of like chicken sandwiches and they have other entrees um we've ordered from them before it's super fantastic and then odd bar is pizza. Pizzeria. Total pizzeria vibes. Yeah. yeah. Have some other fun little sides, but it's basically pizzeria vibes all the yeah. way. It is so good.
0: They both, uh, they both are very much involved in like the craft industry, craft beer industry yep. in this area, Niagara. Yep. So they sell an abundance of options. Yep. uh Both of their stores, their storefronts as well. Yep. It's a uh, lot we, of
1: local stuff that we, they have there. We
0: absolutely love both of these places. So if you are ever in the Niagara region, would uh, highly we would, recommend. Uh, we would highly recommend supporting these guys. They're fun. Uh, Odd Bar is really fun too because they're like vulgar with their social media and some of their like names and stuff. They're like, what do they call it? There's like. Um, what did they... What oh, so in their item?
1: sides, one of them is like, um, just like your basic Caesar salad. They call it the shitty Caesar. Yeah,
0: yeah. The shitty Caesar salad. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, yeah so. But again, Niagara Region, uh, Odd Bar, Odd Bird. Yeah. Check them out. But anyways, guys, yeah. uh, after that...
1: After that, I think it's time for some tunage. I think
0: it's time for a little bit of that funky funk. And we're going to press that button and roll that intro.
1: Roll it. let Let's have a drink welcome back okay. everybody
0: <laughs> welcome back guys to let's have a drink um we are let's so excited i've been thinking drink. about this episode all day by the way yeah we talked about this last night we were like what do we talk about tomorrow yep. when we record the podcast yep. um and we jumped on the topic because a uh, we've experienced this uh recently um, Ryan is yawning. I will sorry. take my... Altitude. It caught me off guard. I'm sorry. Uh, so you jumped us in. So I don't know. I
1: know. Well, then you started talking. So I was like, here's my chance. I'm
0: glad that my talking uh, tires you. This is great. <laughs> I'm glad we have a podcast no. together.
1: No, it allowed a window of opportunity for me to quickly yawn before I went into it. Um, so yeah, one thing that we have discussed and like things that we used to... Okay, specifically it's um, watching. We're talking about things that we like to watch.
0: Okay, well, just what's the category... Um, category what is what are, we what are we talking about today
1: reality tv extravaganza or
0: as we also like to call it shitty tv uh trash tv <laughs> trash that's what it is trash tv, trash TV.
1: we on many TV. occasions
0: uh whenever we, we pop something on that's uh reality tv we call it trash tv
1: not always some of them i would say less trash tv and just kind of like some of them are competition based that we're talking about Um, uh, but then there's a few that people would kind of see as more and we're f- only featuring a small amount i would yes. say um I don't know. I, I don't know. No, no, no,
0: I When we say trash, we don't obviously mean these shows are trash. We not, don't watch these yes. shows for the purpose of making fun of them. We watch these shows because we enjoy the entertainment. The same
1: way we talk about like, you know, big high, uh, headliner magazines are like trash mags. Like yes. they're just, you know, fluff they, stuff.
0: They 100% are, are entertaining. They have entertainment value. Yep. Um, they're obviously popular for that reason. Yep. Uh, but they are pretty silly to watch, and yep. we're gonna talk about a handful of the ones that we've watched in our uh, in our childhood, our teenage years, mm. uh, as well as stuff that we've watched literally last week. Yeah, like no um, one's
1: gonna be giving these guys some sort of award for like an in depth exclusive investigative look into a certain subject matter. Like it's very surface level value sort of stuff
0: with mainly for their ability to relate to you guys. Cause we yep. are sure that a lot of you guys have watched partaken in or enjoyed at some point in time, reality TV yep. and we might touch on one well, of the Well, I mean we grew up enjoyed. on a
1: few of these that we're going to be talking about. We today, did. So.
0: We did. So yeah. where did you want to start? Cause I think you've been doing some research.
1: Um, okay. Yeah. So I basically wanted to kind of refresh cause one thing that we did highlight when we were chatting back and forth about, um, Um, shows we wanted to talk about was one that we both watched growing up. Yeah. So I basically wanted to refresh my memory on a few things as far as, um, Big Brother goes. Big Brother. That was a phenomenon. Still kind of is around. Mm -hmm. Um, one thing actually, sorry, before we really get in-depth in the show, one thing that annoys me about reality TV lately is there's not so much of a, a melding because a lot of these shows like make their that end up becoming franchises make their start in and i would discount like survivor
0: mm-hmm.
1: um for sure and i think maybe amazing race otherwise
0: i thought about the amazing race today i was like is that reality tv
1: it, it is
0: it's like an ex- it's an like exaggerated reality it's TV. like an a, it's crazy- no it's
1: still a competition show
0: i know but like they do crazy shit that's not like yeah, but technically would, speaking, that's not what you would do in but reality. But technically speaking, but like reality, getting put TV. out onto a desert
1: island, having all of these like competitions, or getting locked up in some sort of yeah, but like you're dealing
0: with people in, real, in real time, like in, in real lives. I guess you're not. Port- I guess that's the point. You're not portraying. Do you know anybody. what the
1: Amazing Race is?
0: Yes, but like they do like crazy. Like it's a teams against teams. Like they're not actually interacting with each other very often. They're racing each other.
1: Yeah, but like they're still having to interact. Okay.
0: I have never seen the Amazing Race. Maybe like two episodes. Okay. I'm going to shut up Like,
1: they, they do interact with each other. Like, the different teams do interact with each other at certain checkpoints. And, like, a lot of them end up, like, if they get to a certain point in time, they end up doing competition, like, those obstacles at the same time. Yeah,
0: but they don't, like, live together. That's the thing that I think is the big kicker for me. I
1: w- That's the only difference is that they're not, like, because it's a traveling show, essentially. Like, you're, do- you're going to different locations for each yeah. leg of these races. But, like, you're still probably again in the same hotels
0: oh okay you know what i mean like okay. you're still
1: kept separate anyways um one thing that bugs me about a lot of these shows is that be, a lot of them start in the states and as they get more popular maybe they have like the odd specifically i'm going to talk about canadian on their show mm-hmm. and then there's always a canadian, canadian spin-off, spin-off big brother canada yep bachelor canada yeah bachelorette canada it is true and it's like we're both in i get if maybe they're doing like uh an australian version fine you're on a completely different continent
0: well that's exactly that, that's what it is though it's that's why there's
1: it's i know, nut, I know it's but working like
0: working stuff and but like
1: if companies they, that want
0: to make it big and also like- i
1: know but like why not just allow because like some of these places will only allow people from the states to apply to whereas like if you are canadian like you kind of had no like for the longest time my mom was like totally because we were we were avid watchers and she was like i would totally sign up to go do it hundred percent. But she wasn't that was, able that to. Was,
0: that's going to be a question I'm going to ask you later. She wasn't
1: able to. Right. Because it was only United States right. residents.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, then there's the show that we watched last week called Too Hot to Handle. It's on Netflix. Yes. It's three seasons deep. They yes. have- people from all over the place yeah all, but they also have a spin-off like country they like uh, uh, uh how, how like how too hot to handle spanish or something
1: no they don't yes
0: they do they do yes they do
1: oh so they must so they probably are prioritizing english-speaking countries on the original they do one. i
0: think they do it's a different completely different language like they speak yeah you know spanish or whatever and then they're yeah. speaking english on like the one that we watch right yeah so i think there's a whole different like demographic that's what they there. Do with the circle exactly yeah so and that's where I think there'll be the differences. Okay, but would you anyways, rather my point would, is, but would you rather have a spin-off version that's Canadian? It's all Canadian um uh whatever you call them?
1: Contestants?
0: Contestants. What I will or say. Or would you though, have one contestant be Canadian out of everybody?
1: That's true. What I will say though too is it seems like there's always like a different budgeting process. Things it always like I don't know, it just it always seems like it literally seems like the discount version rather than just canada's own version it, it does feel it always weird. seems they like a do. discount version like it's a fucking joke well, which oh sorry excuse no, me for that bomb okay. but it <laughs> it always seems like more of like a oh like jokey effort i don't know it just it's really hard for me to get into the canadian ones
0: did you watch big brother canada
1: i watched um a bit of the first season and then i tried to get back into it again at like the third or fourth and i just i couldn't
0: well i think the main i don't know thing,
1: what it was i just couldn't
0: it's the main thing if you if you're talking specifically the canadian spinoffs it's a little different, but then it's 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 all of them. If you have an American show or a UK show that they try to spin off into American, one time that happened and it went well was The Office. That's literally yeah, that's it. There's not like it's it's still a reverse thing. Like they try to make an American spin off or you know a European yeah, spin off so. or a Canadian spin off, and they in that process they also change a bunch of things. Like the Big Brother Canada changed a lot of like the games that they play and the yeah, way they true. actually work it, and then also Canadians are not as like savage. So like oh. these contestants were not that savage. Like they like some of the contestants on Big Brother were terrible. Savage.
1: Which I want to get into some of like top ones that you remember.
0: I will remember probably I mean, if I saw pictures, I'd probably be better but I, I like know, have like I know names I know and stuff. One.
1: What's what's the one you remember? Rachel. Oh yeah, Seattle. Holy.
0: I'm God. talking more like wait, wait, maybe she was Big Brother Canada.
1: No, she was Big Brother. Oh, okay. Anyways. Um, I just I like there's there's ones that like were like we'll, truly I think we'll, we'll she was up. definitely a competitor. Don't get me wrong, but I just there was like some true masterminds. Well, or, she like, came back as a veteran who knew how to play the game. No, there's another veteran that I want to highlight.
0: Okay, I'll look up the list as well. Um, anyways, um, so back to what you said earlier. Yeah, like you watched it with your mom, potentially yep. your family. I watched it with my mom and my yep. all my brothers. My dad definitely was not a fan. Um, really? How eh? how interesting was it thinking about? being on that show. Being the person, like you're now sitting at home watching these people mm-hmm. and all you're getting is the 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 content that they want to f- feed you on TV. Yeah. But you want to be on that show yeah. every week you watch this show. We would like-
1: strategize from home. Like we'd watch it and we'd watch these guys like going through alliances, having their talking heads, having and like kind of seeing what's what's happening and we'd be like no we'd actually like you know um or like so and so should have actually created an alliance with so and so or they should have handled this differently or they should have nominated this person because blah 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 blah. like we would be at home watching and strategizing we were also the type too because remember when they i don't know if you would have remembered but they used to do like big brother after dark so they would have feeds going past the show that you could like go on to the c uh cbs like website and watch like live 24-hour feeds we yep, would yep. we would do that, I like see. I remember nights where like it would be we'd uh, have like the either an episode or just know that there was a live feed on that night. My my grandma and I would like watch that while my mom was at work, and I'd like pass out in the living room while we were yeah. watching.
0: I do I do also remember um, I think a couple of nights my mom and Lucas or and Derek would do it. I never really cared about the after hours. Mm -hmm. but either way Mm -hmm. very very cool that they did that stuff i would Mm -hmm. have loved to do that with some of the shows like the ones that we like too hot to handle would be fun Mm -hmm. after hours if they were actually but Mm -hmm. that one's also they're trying to not make it as fun like you don't do anything after hours there whereas big brother they was like you could do anything yeah you could literally do anything yeah um but yes so in that regard i think it would have dealt totally been fun um to be Mm -hmm. to be on them
1: what was um like your favorite Type. Do you remember most of the competitions, or do you want me to go over them? Oh
0: yeah. I mean, my favorite part about Big Brother was the fact that like winning the the one main competition for the week got you the fucking master suite, the and head of household competition. Like, yeah, it was just like so. I think that was so crazy. Yeah. Because I'm trying to remember back now about all the like. I know there's the veto competition. There's the you know. I don't remember the weekly thing, but I just know every week it was a new person in in the. So I can go over. Sure. Yeah. Some of them.
1: So there's the head of household, um, which basically like. As we said there it's the weekly competition usually what starts off the new week after the eviction ceremony uh, from the previous week head of household competition Mm -hmm. whoever wins that gets their special suite that has like personalized letters and stuff from family and pictures and all that kind of thing right. That person that has the power to nominate two people for eviction, they go up on the chopping block. Right. And then from then on forward, there's other competitions throughout. They have the most power in the house other than the person who wins the power of veto because then they can force the head of household to put a new person on the block if –
0: they veto so one, one, one of the persons. nominations,
1: yeah. So there's head of household competition, there is the power of veto competition, as I said. Um, that actually, um, it the power of veto wasn't a thing until season three, by the way.
0: Oh, interesting,
1: yeah, it was not a thing until um season three, which is really interesting. That would be
0: some me. bogus, honestly. But, anyways, I yeah. get you, I get what you, mean.
1: yeah. Um do, do, do. Oh my God, it? I'm
0: remembering so many of these people.
1: Um, and then they used to have those like food and luxury competitions. Um, they specifically started labeling like the haves and the have-nots. Um, and essentially you're competing f- for like certain privilege- privileges. Um, since... Uh, Sorry, I'm trying to read through a little bit here. That's okay, yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, in early seasons, the losers of the food competition would be placed on peanut butter and jelly and would be not permitted to eat any other foods. Starting in season seven is when they introduced the Big Brother Slop. Right. Um, and then they would have to sleep in a special have-not room rather than just purely just kind of being um, taken away certain luxuries. Um, they would actually have the specific have-not rooms that have like the really uncomfortable beds. They would be forced to take cold showers. Yeah. That sort of stuff. Um, and then they also have all these like other battle ones that they introduce in like later seasons. But that's basically it. Right. Um, and then you'll kind of have other, you know – um, interesting things throughout, but yeah, power of veto and head of household were kind of the right, major right. ones going. So on. that
0: that makes sense. um That definitely. Remin- I'm thinking back at all those, and mm-hmm. honestly, really great writing, like a good a good style of show. It, it was always fun to see some of those more smarter people played yeah. out. Obviously, there was the like if you were a uh, you know under the radar type player, you mm-hmm. also get screwed some way somehow. Yeah, and then there was a lot of the people who were just super in everyone's face, who were super loud, who were super like, you know, yeah. look at me, look at me. And
1: there was, and I think too, there was benefits to being a certain type of player based on the season you were in. There
0: right. were some
1: seasons where like you, the the person who won and the person who succeeded the most and, and got voted to win, like they... They were, though, the one who flew under the radar because that's what worked the best in their yeah. season. Yeah, Because everyone comes in with their own strategy. You have those types of specific players. And I find whoever wins really depends on who's in the house with them. Yeah. Especially who ends up on the jury. Um, because once it gets to a certain point, this is for any of those who aren't totally familiar with Big Brother. Yeah. Once you get to a certain point in the amount of people evicted, basically – the final like seven before the finale um end up going to the jury house and that's yes, then the then jury that then votes that for votes the winner the final
0: two at the end yeah. of the yeah which is why i literally looking so i looked up a list of like 25 most popular
1: i have one as well
0: i have it's a cbs one so oh, okay. the one in that specific example of a player who fell who flew under the radar ended up winning big brother 14 was ian remember ian
1: I do remember Ian. He you know who was runner up was, that season? Who's that? Dan Giesling. Do you remember who Dan? Giesling oh yeah, is? he's on this list too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah Dan was was. Oh, wait, I don't know. Dan was in that runner up.
1: Yep. Oh, but yeah, I do remember Ian. I have him down here.
0: Do I? Is he up there? Yeah, Dan and Ian. Right, Dan was a literal. Like he yep. was not a fun guy. Yep. He was pretty sneaky, pretty backstabby. He, no, he
1: he knew how to play the game. What I will say is, so the number two on my list is Will Kirby. Uh, I think he was known as... Oh, Dan won Big Brother
0: season 10, though. He did. And then he came back in season 14 and then lost.
1: So usually the top two on a lot of lists, or top few, I should say, um, are the the major competitors that came back for multiple Mm -hmm. seasons. Mm -hmm. Um, So... The um the second one on my thing here, Will. He was he won the second season of Big Brother and then came back again in season seven. I think season seven was like one of the All Star seasons or something, right? Um, yeah, and Big he he was a like master manipulator. Dan just knew how to play people. Um, and he was also like a competitor in certain competitions. But Will, but Will was like the Is chess it you, master. You
0: Do- Will as in Doctor William Kirby?
1: Doctor William Kirby. Yeah. Doctor Will.
0: Doctor Will. Um, Will. Yeah, I, um, I yeah. have. I mean, also, like, all these names are fun, because I know, um, I remember watching Brittany Haynes.
1: Yeah. Do you remember Janelle?
0: Um, Let me find the picture.
1: Like, super long blonde hair...
0: Um, I do remember like a Janelle. She was oh, on Janelle like f- – Janelle per- Perzina? Yeah, she was no, on like f- – No, I don't remember her. She
1: was on four different seasons. That girl was a competitor. Oh, I
0: do. I do. I do. I do. I do. Yes. That
1: girl was a competitor because you can – you really can get – go. F- you can go far in multiple ways. And that's why I love the show so much. You can either be all brains – Mm-hmm. and just know how to play the people around you because if you make the right alliance even if you're not necessarily good at the physical competitions yeah you can have other people who are that's why it was so back.
0: important because like if you knew if you teamed up with the people who could win yeah. those competitions yeah
1: whereas janelle still had a certain sense of smarts to her but she was also like really I, I, good i, I, at I never liked janelle
0: i never really liked a lot of the girls in the in the houses other than uh jordan Jordan Lloyd, who, oh, yeah, who yeah, ended up uh falling in love with uh Jeff. Jeff, Jeff yeah. and Jordan, yeah. Jeff and Jordan was super cute. Um, because like they, they just they just were so, so manipulative, the girls, and just so like backs and just so bad. Not all of them. A, lo- a lot of like them. I feel like it's a little
1: bit stereotypical. But of you.
0: the ones that stayed. I would were argue the ones some of the men, were men were are more
1: manipulative than Big Brother. I'm
0: not saying they're not. Okay. I'm just saying the ones that were like that lasted endgame in Big Brother were mm. were really like really annoying. I'm sorry, I don't know why. Okay. Um, but like that's why I brought up earlier Rachel, Rachel Riley. Yeah. One of the most iconic, honestly, I would say, she big iconic. brother. But like And I also will admit,
1: like, me and smart, my family. But also
0: one of the worst. That's
1: the thing is me and my family found her really annoying. But it got to a certain point is we could not deny that she was good at competitions. She was
0: good at competitions. She was good
1: at the show. Yep. She was good at the yep. game. Um, um I also
0: remember Matt Hoffman. Um Matt was like a sort of like an Ian, very smart, yep. like short, like just a short dude, yep. just kind of playing the game won a couple yep. competitions pretty well because mm-hmm. if there were strategy involved, he could win. Yep. Um remember that pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um but it was it was fun. It was mm-hmm. a really good yeah. show. Yeah. Um uh, you know that really I would do you think it was one of those shows that really built reality TV?
1: Oh, for sure. It was a go. Titan yeah. of I'd say that and Survivor really kind of because they became such big franchises you know, there was probably so many TV networks that were like, oh, God forbid, let's just, you know, take this situation, put a bunch of people in it, mm-hmm. and give them a, a grand prize that they can win at the end yeah. of it. You know I didn't I mean? notice
0: with that list, though, like there was obviously just the same faces from specific seasons. I, it seemed like I only really watched from seasons 10 to 14, 15. Oh, no. We've been watching since. That's all I remember. But the, I don't know all that my those family- people were in those, uh, yeah. those seasons. So, like. And I'm like, would, I remember that person. Yeah,
1: that's fair. I would say like most of the people from about oh. maybe season seven onwards are probably a little bit more familiar because they came back for a lot of like right. the repeat all-star seasons exactly. later down the line. Exactly. But um, but we've – and I don't know how much my family got into the first season of it because I was so young I don't remember. But I do, I do remember like from two onwards, Big Brother was our show. Right. We would watch it. You yeah. know, the three times a week it was on. Every summer I remember whether or not we were doing inside we'd do barbecue and then we'd we'd go eat and then we'd come in and we'd watch Big Brother.
0: The and like see the the seasons I watched were when it was becoming very popular in the mm. states and stuff too and that's actually I think right after we kind of phased out we watched like the first maybe season or two of Big Brother Canada. Definitely the first season. I think the second yeah. season, we were like, this isn't the same. But either way, it was a summer show for my family as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember mm-hmm. I still go on Facebook and mm-hmm. see Facebook memories. I'm like, Big Brother Turn, I can't wait. Yeah. I see all, I yeah. read the comments again. Some friends. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um, but yeah, I
1: think what we enjoyed so much about it is that we got, we got to strategize along with the show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which was, I think, what made it so popular. But there's many other incarnations of reality TV, I think. The, yeah. Um, oh, yes. And, there's uh, um
0: so let's, let's jump to it. Yeah. So so aside from Big Brother, there's one new reality TV we mentioned earlier called Too Hot to Handle.
1: And let me, um, because I do want to talk about Bachelor.
0: Yes, please do. Nation as please a whole in do. a little
1: bit after. I do want to talk about Too Hot to Handle right now. But just to kind of if you're familiar with any sort of part of the Bachelor franchise, which is just crazy. There's Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor Pad that used to be on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. Along with all of the different, like, country spin-offs. Yes. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Ryan's a big fan
0: of The Bachelor. I am not a big fan at all. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure why.
1: I think – well, you actually articulated this really well the other day. So, to kind of preface a little bit um, with, like, comparing and contrasting, because I'm a fan of both shows, Too Hot to Handle is essentially um, all of these very attractive – like, the point of the show is that they're all very attractive um, – singles get invited to an island under the like resort essentially under the um,
0: impression under
1: the impression that they're going to be on this reality tv show where it's like no holes bar they're going to have a super fun summer get to like meet new people and potentially hook up with mingle them. hook
0: up literally yeah, all that party kind of stuff. all that stuff yeah.
1: yeah um meanwhile what the show actually is is um after i think what is it like the first like 12 hours they all meet like
0: the afternoon and then within like the first eight hours of them there they have like the end end party in the evening and then they get revealed so
1: they get revealed is essentially what it is is the main kind of so we have a narrator narrator throughout the show but um basically they're They're all
0: they they give them a uh, fake host as well
1: they give them a fake they started the fake hosting in season two right so what's actually going on is it's like an ai called lana and she's there, essentially, the purpose of the show is she's, quote unquote, testing them on how to build better emotional connections rather than yes. just be like all about sex. Yes. Because a lot of these people are like super like, oh, like they, you That's, know, we like to have a right. lot of like one night stands and don't have like a lot of emotional attachments. Um, so the point is, is to kind of like help them build more like actual emotional connections and go through like uh, self-actualization workshops and stuff like that um, to get them more in tune with themselves emotionally. And, and the also other, a couple
0: workshops, too. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those kind of workshops as separate, you know, gendered groups can, like, help them yeah, with all that. Yeah, but yes. But, yes, they do also do a couple workshops. Um, And then, essentially, the other big part of all of this is that they have their grand prize pool. Yes, of um, money. But they are banned from any sort of sexual-type contact. No kissing, no, like... Intimate no touching, sex no sex of any kind, no self-gratification. Um, if they and partake
0: in any of those, they lose money. They
1: lose money. The so each pool. rule, quote unquote, rule break, if they were to engage in one of those activities, takes away a certain amount of money from the prize pool. Yes. Um. And every time they do that, it goes down. So yes. essentially, like if, if if two people decide to like break a rule, everybody gets punished for it. Right. Um. But yeah. So that's essentially like the layout of it. And you slowly but surely watch these people who, when they first come on, thinking that it's going to be like party city for their whole summer, um actually end up growing into like really actualized individuals some of them some of them
0: it is a very like interesting show to watch because there's a lot of twists and turns that happen throughout Mm -hmm. the show like they they at some point they like i don't it's not really a spoiler but they like they add guests into the house and or like guests will leave or they'll eliminate them if they're not doing well Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like really twist like big twists and turns in the show i like it because it's fun to see people literally like break from their habitat Like literally come come out of their comfort shell or just continue to stay in it and break rules without even any of the consequences. The consequences get raised and they still break rules. And it's like, why are you guys so horny?
1: Yeah, I would say like it's basically if you want to if you want an idea, because again, Bachelor in Paradise is the same thing where they start to add more contestants in throughout time as people get eliminated. So it's basically Bachelor in Paradise, but like ramped up to 11. Right. Um. But then what I – what we had said is so you're watching these people and the people who really do buy into the experiment itself and really embrace the process of everything. Um, You end up watching some really fantastic relationships. Right. Um, Some of which like the people are still together today. The same way you could argue about some bachelor couples. But what you had said to me was – I buy like basically like a house of co-ed people deciding to I have a I have a really good connection with you. Let's pursue a relationship together versus what Bachelor and Bachelorette do where it's one person with 30 other of the opposite sex that they are all dating them simultaneously.
0: Way too many people.
1: Now it's thirty on the first episode. It significantly decreases. I after understand, first but like, season. but I also get what you're saying. Your, it's like twenty plus people. What would you
0: consider a finale? Like, what would you consider the final stages in the show? Like, how many people is now is that person now dating? How many? <sighs> this is saying, at what point it's like five? There, they, so let's say the bachelor, because that's the guy who like dates thirty girls, right? Yep. So this guy at the end has now been on multiple dates and has kissed every single one of these last five women. Mm-hmm. if that happened in this Too Hot to Handle show, people would be furious. Even if it was on a show like Too Hot to Handle, or like ba- even if it was on Bachelor in Paradise, for instance. Like, yeah, but that's what not if, like the what preface if one of Too Hot to Handle. Kissed, what if there was one of the dudes kissed all of the women in the house in Bachelor in Paradise?
1: P- people would lose their shit. I mean, it definitely, just a whore. Go, it definitely wouldn't go over well. This guy
0: would just go like, it's like, it's like well, nobody has options now. Yeah. So it's like, it's one but of I, those things.
1: What you, but what I did understand where you're coming, it's weird because like I... Like, I get what they're trying to do with The Bachelor and Bachelorette, but I also get where you're coming from in the sense of there's very much of a difference of having kind of a lot of different people in the mix versus um, kind of one person having the choice of 20 and all of those 20 yes. just have to be resigned to the fact that they all know that they're dating the same person. Right. And just hope to God that they end up having a better bond than everybody else.
0: And, and, and that's that's the – fun. I think I think that's the point of the show though Is is from the perspective of all of you now having to – Beat one another mm-hmm. for a a the the end goal the end guy or girl I don't care bachelor yeah. bachelorette that is one part of the show I think that part's fine because competing with somebody can be you know mm-hmm. that can drive you and you can succeed that way having competition makes you six like drives you right. I get that it's the other part where I'm like this man or woman has now now has the pick of the litter literally thirty women and they just can't choose or they have to like get rid of people mm-hmm. it's like. That's so demeaning, though. Like, I don't like that part. I don't like where like, you just have to. Ch- you you had thirty people. How many times are is one guy or one girl going on dating thirty people at one time? Well, even I, twenty, even ten. Yeah. Like, I understand keeping your options open and not putting all your eggs in one basket, mm-hmm. but that is not even close to what reality dating yeah. looks like. Yeah. At all.
1: That's the that's the point, though. This is like a hyper focused, hyper exaggerated dating process essentially Mm -hmm. it's like it's one of those things too but you think about it it's not just like dating it's like dating to at the end be proposed to yeah not that it always ends up that way every episode like sometimes the the lead of the show just decides like hey i would just like to keep pursuing a relationship i'm not ready to propose yet it's happened before
0: that's even more wild to me
1: i know but like yeah the at the end of the process which i would imagine with the amount of weeks is maybe two two and a half months at most right is they've now dated upwards so let's take away the first night because usually about a quarter of the people leave at the first night so let's say 20 just just over 20 people you were now dating over the course of that time whittling it down to about three to two people or it's usually a final two um you've met families of four of them because yeah. there's a hometowns week where they yep. go to their hometown. Yep. Um, now you've whittled it down to two people, and you have to decide. You have to get to the, and that's where like I I find like the final um, a little bit disheartening, just because of the fact that like you've gotten to the point where there's these two people who like each are hoping that they're getting that's proposed what I'm to. Saying. Yeah, even
0: down to the final five, even ten, like that is so much time for these people to have spent dating you, competing with you, only for you to look at them and not give them a rose and say. See i just ya. it's
1: like i you're you like again they may have genuine feelings and you could be standing there going like i really do
0: right like but, i do
1: care about you but i just it's one of those things where it's like and the caveat in the back of my mind it's like but i don't care about you enough
0: compared to going. To, and that's the yeah. thing about some of the other shows like Too out to handle you in bachelors in paradise because i'm interested in bachelors in paradise and that's what i said because I think they like, that, if somebody says no to you you're not swamped like you can, like, there's other people in that house that you might find a better connection and with, there might which has happened in Too Hot to Handle.
1: And what also happens, too, is because they're bringing new people in, people who maybe haven't had a connection yet with someone exactly. or maybe their connection fizzled out now has the opportunity to meet somebody exactly. else. Which is why I think you'd like Bachelor in Paradise. Agreed. But I get what you're saying. I I'll I watch all of I watch all of it. Yes, um, we know. <laughs> I do I do get your reservations. And there's times where I'm like sitting there going, Oh my God. It's definitely more of a like um experiencing the the dramatics of it all. Right. From the perspective of Bachelor and Bachelorette. I feel like Bachelor in Paradise, super dramatic, but like at least, you know, it is multiple relationships at the same time you get to follow. Right. Yeah. Um, for how, yeah.
0: how I see it, at the end of the day, it is obvious uh, Bachelor, both uh, Bachelor and Bachelor are popular shows. I'm not going to discredit the popularity mm-hmm. they have gained, mm-hmm. uh, having Canadian spinoffs as well. Like, it's yeah. obviously, there's an audience for it. Yeah. I just think I'm not it. Yeah. <laughs> um but you know either way there's there's shows like that you also, you know, you watched a lot of Survivor where I haven't. Mm-hmm. I think Survivor's one show I might I might enjoy. I think um, you would
1: actually like it. I just
0: don't really know what it's all about. Like I don't it's one of those I just like where do I start? Like am I too late because it's still going on. It's like
1: No, I would just definitely like I wouldn't watch any um seasons in the double digits because at that point it's so established that like there there's a certain expectation of there's I still no explanation origin, almost, of there's the show? there's no explanation to certain certain mechanisms of the show because at that point they're already expecting everyone to know so i would right. like if you're able to find it online somewhere i would start and maybe you don't necessarily have to go all the way to the first season but I would say out of the first five or six seasons start somewhere in there because there's – probably least, start like
0: two or three because, yeah. Yeah, because
1: it's not quite as fully – like it's, it's, you know, decently established. But there's still stuff that they're going to have to explain. And then there's still like other mechanisms that get added. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really funny too because I think back to – so after kind of being removed from watching Big Brother for a while um, is I went back and was kind of curious and started to try and find earlier seasons. Season one of Big Brother – is completely different to the Big Brother that we know that oh, it yeah. is today. Oh yeah. Season two is what started the structure of the version of Big Brother that we w- yep. have been watching. Season one, yes, you know, they're watched by cameras, they have competitions, but like it's set up very differently. Yep, yep, yep. Which I mean makes sense considering things like Power of didn't start till season three. Right. Right. So yeah.
0: No, exactly. And which and I would consider shows, shows yeah. will gain traction as they get better and like the writing gets different. And for I think sure. they work
1: out kinks, especially with shows um with a show like that because of how early it started you kind of have to like um they probably went through that first season saw viewer feedback that sort of thing no budget um,
0: very or very minimal budget or yeah but maybe they
1: didn't have a lot of a budget exactly. whereas like you can tell the production cost is like way better in oh, season oh, two oh, yeah. they have all these things that are upgraded so they definitely worked out a few kinks and exactly. went oh this doesn't work or this would work better and let's try it this way and then that was what but became doesn't mean popular. and then by season
0: seven they have an all-star season so yeah obviously popular to some degree but that's also too hot to the handle is also mm-hmm. like season three was so different than season one yeah. season one i watched season two of two out the handle first and then i was like yeah, oh i'll did. watch season one and i was like season one sucks i'm not a big fan
1: and things build up over time and like they find new ways to kind of keep it fresh which is interesting um and i think to big brother i think what started The big um, kind of run of all these large franchise shows, because even Survivor does it, having all star seasons, Mm -hmm. because they know that like a lot of these really popular shows, their contestants, especially um, as time goes on, or if it's like later into the show, these these contestants become like a certain star status of their own. Right. They become the marketable part of the show. Exactly. So, so then you have all these seasons, have all these fan favorites. You're, not, you're telling me that it's not a good idea to then go, hey, guys, if you're feeling like things have been a little stagnant or you know what to expect from Big Brother, guess what? We're going to have a season with all of these highly skilled competitors right. to see who's the best out of the best. Exactly. All of your favorites, all these clashing personalities, all these clashing gameplay like you're gonna see them trying to outplay each other yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah, that's so that's, that's the, what draws everybody back again and again. The
0: competition of those shows, um, I think, mm-hmm. uh, reaches a bigger audience. Um yeah. I definitely think. Yeah. Um, but it's it is still fun. I I still always think you know how crazy it is to think about spending your whole summer that way, mm-hmm. sort of secluded from everything for like what two three months like that's crazy
1: but like how much and i get there's like i was reading through the the wiki for big brother specifically um because i really wanted to make sure we talked about it and there was like so many controversies on like health and safety when Mm -hmm. it comes to the physicality of the competitions the food and luxury competitions like you're stripping you're giving them like oh god knows what slop they're you know having to deal with like extreme physical conditions of competitions as well as there's some competitions where like they're physically testing themselves like ones where they're like you know having to like hug onto a certain pole
0: and like and cold. they're up there
1: for hours like the physical you can see them when they like their muscles start to shake and like seize together because yeah. they've been up there for so long like the toll it would take yeah, on your body But
0: like then if you're if you're not if you can't handle it like you drop you lose that's it
1: no, I know, but all I'm That's saying because is it's like, like, somebody, but some of these guys strength, are such competitors.
0: Somebody, a, somebody a fi- with physical strength is going to win that.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying they're being kind of almost encouraged in order to be able to sure. get to the end and win this money to put themselves through these extreme conditions. Yeah. I get it's, you know, it's essentially kind of with the territory. So, yep, yep. um, but yeah, it's it's one of those, like, how do we get to the point that we're like for entertainment, watching people push themselves to the brink?
0: There's definitely a fine line there. There's definitely a fine you know line.
1: But yeah, so it, but it's just it's it's a lot of like it's a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> it it is, and that's the thing about these shows we mentioned at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It we call it trash TV mm-hmm. uh because it is it is tough to watch yeah. sometimes because, like, some of these mm-hmm. people are just really rude. Some yeah. these people are not good people. Yeah. Some of these people are just silly, yeah. even stupid, and mm-hmm. some of these people are just really smart. And mm-hmm. it's like, where do you find these people to put them in a place together yeah. to interact? Um. And it, and it's, it is very it's strange, but it's you know. And
1: there's so many of these shows too that rely on editing. Like it's it's a known oh, fact. Yeah. It's a known fact with like people who are fans of The Bachelor they know what different edits are called. There's the villain edit. There's the like bachelor, bachelorette edit. So for, let's say it's like a season of the bachelorette, you start following certain of the other contestants, like all the guys. If all of a sudden, like you'll be able to tell as time goes on that they have a certain- Who's getting more camera time. Who's getting more camera time? Who has a certain focus to portray them in a certain way? You know, you're like, oh, hey, I don't think that person's going to last because they're getting a bachelorette. Exactly. And you know that they're more likely to be on the next bat or they're going to become the next bachelor or they're going to be on bachelor in paradise
0: right or or they're, they're just, getting or that they're, sort of or edit they're going to leave this week exactly and that's yeah. the thing about or vice
1: versa and- the first like five episodes are dedicated to how like evil this one person See, is and how much shit right. they're disturbing oh they have a villain edit
0: and that's the other part about these shows too is these these people spend all this time together but you're only like for two out to handle it's like mm-hmm. for uh, 24 hours of the day let's mm-hmm. even say 16 16 mm-hmm. hours a day we get 40 minutes of footage yeah we don't get a knee knit, like literally nothing about there's, what these people do and how they interact on a daily basis. We get a little so bit of, many... we get the nitty gritty of the couples. And, like, you know yeah. how they interact. Like, the Big yep. Brother, too. We get the yep. nitty-gritties of, like, the fun, the good yep. stuff. And then it's mostly the bad stuff.
1: I would argue we definitely see a lot more in things like Big Brother and Survivor. Oh, yeah. Um, but, the, obviously, those are still heavily edited. Um, I will say, because, like, Bachelor tends to follow more of a narrative. Um, a lot of it gets cut. I follow so many, like, pages Interesting. Um, for the actual, like, contestants or things about it. I, like, I, there's a specific YouTube channel I follow, like there are so many times where like contestants will like watch back the season and go, all of this stuff was cut and I know it got filmed. Right. Um, and like certain things, one, um, one big thing from the previous Bachelorette season that just finished with Michelle Young, who was on a season of The Bachelor, um, was that um, the, the guy she ended up with, there was a bunch of us, like uh, a couple of my coworkers and I who watched the show, we were all very confused because there was not enough like narrative buildup to understand why she picked him. Right. Compared to some of the other guys that made it right, to the end. Right, To only then sees more stuff get released post-season. And you can tell that they are very in love with each other. Mm. And that especially he, because there was the way the edit went for that season. It was like a big question of whether or not he'd be ready it's to It's true. He is head over heels. And there's so many people who were on the show that went... No, he definitely like they definitely have a love affair. It's crazy. Stuff just got cut because yep. they wanted the suspense of will he or won't he, and then they edited other people to make them look more like. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. It, it's it's just exactly that. It's the same thing with movies. We all know that movies film yeah. way too much content, and yeah. then they put it all together, and they have to make it all make sense. Yeah. It's crazy, yeah. but. Truthfully, it, it is good TV, but it's also trash yeah. TV.
1: And that's the thing too, is it's we are out like, of time. Oh, okay. Can I just say one more yes, yes, of yeah. course. Um and it's tough too because like these are real people, but they're also like getting paid to be on the show.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um they or, and they also or,
0: get free food. Like they yeah. get the free luxuries of a lot of things.
1: Yeah. or they're getting like there's certain things that are getting paid for them to travel around, or they're right. like gonna win a prize at the end of it, or they again become super popular. So now they get like all that kind of Publicity
0: stuff. Publicity from um, social yeah. media.
1: Yeah. So yes, they're they're real people. But there's all these other frills and stuff where it's like it's heavily edited. They're getting some sort of other gain from it. Like it's it's it is entertainment. And then like that's not even just skimming the surface because then you have reality TV that's like following celebrities. Yeah. Like keeping up the Kardashians. They're um that's the only thing that's coming to mind right now, but there's like a bunch of other ones. Um (laughs) So that's a whole other level. Jersey Shore, that's a whole other level yeah, of things. Yeah, true. So it's just really weird to see the different levels of it. But I specifically, I guess, we ended up picking a lot of competition-based shows. That's my favorite form of reality TV, if I'm being honest with you.
0: I, I understand that, Because it really sure. kind
1: of, like, helps showcase different personalities. Plus, I find it's a little bit more relatable because it's like a lot of these people are being plucked out of their lives rather than people who already have, like millions of dollars because they're super famous and someone decided to follow them around with a camera so
0: yeah exactly and that's why we i love doing the podcast because like people love to listen to celebrities lives but also people love to listen to just simple people's lives yeah and see how we interact so
1: absolutely anyways guys. But yeah so guys if you listen to this episode let us know what some of your favorite um either if you watched any of the ones that we mentioned today um what maybe your favorite season or contestant was or if there's a show we didn't talk about let us know about it yeah
0: there is one there's one show i know uh, my coworker keeps talking about is uh, Mortgage versus marriage marriage, mortgage mm-hmm. or marriage. Well, I think it might be reversed. That's a show I want to get into. Also mm-hmm. reality TV. Yeah. But ultimately, guys, um, new, definitely a new topic for us to talk about. We, you know, we've had our fair share of of uh what do you want to call it? Um experience with reality TV. Yeah, for sure. Growing up and stuff. So uh we we enjoy it and we will continue to enjoy it as yeah. we see fit. Um and you know. Just thanks, guys, so much for listening this week.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate you coming by every week and uh, spending this time with us. And we're really excited to bring you some more stuff.
0: We will see you guys next week, next week's episode. Peace.